Rebecca, hi. Well, hello, Martin. How are you today? I am fantastic. Thanks for having me here. Thank you for having you in 21st Century Entrepreneurship. So can you, can you introduce yourself? Absolutely. So my name is Rebecca Radis. I have been an entrepreneur for going on 20 years, which is almost mind-blowing, Martin. <laughs> 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And so I am uh, the founder of a company called Radiant LA, which is a uh, social media training and development company. Mm -hmm. And then, as you know, I am the Chief Marketing Officer at Post Planner, which is a social media management tool that helps entrepreneurs, small business owners manage their day-to-day -day social media, helps them find, plan, and post engaging social media content. And as you know, I'm one of your users. Yes, absolutely. You are listening to Radio Podcast. Radio Radio Podcast. Radio Radio Podcast. 21st Century Entrepreneurship. 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 Basically, you are not. You are. You are more than you. You just said you are a keynote speaker as well. You are digital marketing expert. Your educator, so uh, you are pretty engaged. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know what was fun was our conversation we had before we hopped on here, and I, I think we both have a commitment to lifelong education and learning, uh, and I, I feel as if I am uh, constantly evolving. There is so much to learn, uh, definitely within the digital marketing space, the social media space, but yes, I definitely try to keep my finger on the pulse of everything that's happening, but also how it's affecting our audience with all that's changing, all that everybody's trying to frantically keep up with. Uh, there's so many different elements within that that affect uh, how uh, how it impacts your business, how you run your business, how you utilize all of these social media and digital marketing tools. So my goal has always been to take all of that that feels terribly overwhelming, that feels as if uh, there's just no way you can figure out how to add all of these pieces into your business uh, and simplify and take all of that and, and put it into a strategy that is workable, that is sustainable, and that will support the growth of your business. So the fun for me is to take everything that we do every single day uh, and help people put that into a manageable system. So you, you basically um, mentioned word fun, but is it only fun or is it uh, something else as well as being engaged or... Yeah, there, there's definitely a combination. You know, one of my uh, favorite quotes is from Rupert Murdoch, who said, if you want to motivate people, you have to engage their minds and their hearts. And Martin, I really think that that is a truism, whether it's in our lives or whether it's in our online world. You know, if you can capture people's attention, ignite emotion, you can inspire interaction 
interaction. And so when it comes to that engagement that you're talking about, you do have to think about how can you gain audience attention? How can you gain traction through social media? And, and so much of that is tapping into that emotion. What is it that drives your audience? What is it that inspires them? What is it that gets them uh, just fired up and excited to follow you or engage with you or connect with you? Uh, and I think too often people make this uh, far more difficult than it actually has to be. We throw around terms of finding your target market or know your persona or your avatar. And all of those fancy terms simply mean understand who you're having a conversation with, know who you're looking to connect with. And once you start to figure that out, then the content creation and that engagement becomes so much easier to create instead of that constant tug of war, which I think so many entrepreneurs find themselves in where they're putting content out there uh, and it feels like this constant struggle to get anybody interactive, whether you know it's liking or commenting or retweeting, uh, when in reality, if you just took the time to go and research what your audience is already interacting with, what kind of content are they already responding to, and then taking that insight and creating your own content that's very similar to that and then being very uh, specific in how you're connecting with people, who you're connecting with, because that's another big mistake I think we made many years ago. And uh, we've seen that, that shift away from just connecting with anybody and everybody to being very targeted and very specific in who you're connecting with. So yes, uh, while you know it can all be a whole lot of fun when you're doing what you love to to do, uh, certainly that engagement is what drives leads and sales and traffic and all of those wonderful things that everybody's looking to make happen uh, within their business. So you do, you have to be very, very specific uh, in how you're going about creating that engagement. Basically, uh, you, you mentioned, from my point of view, three important topics. One is emotion, and it is interesting that it's actually from Latin, emotio, and motio is vibration, is actually very connected with how you define social media and what drives audience. The second one is focus, so to be focused person, focusing. And the third one is uh, connection. Uh, we can say communis or uh, to gradually uh, grow your own community. 
Am I right? Did I did Absolutely. I Yes, you are. You are a hundred percent correct. And focus. I love that you brought that up. I, I talk so much about that because it really is. It's a make or break situation, uh, especially as entrepreneurs, where we have so much coming at us on a daily basis, and so many things that can tug at your attention. And if you are not laser focused on those those actions, those daily actions that are driving you towards uh, success, whatever success looks like for your business, it's very easy to get derailed. Um, I see so often where it, you know, you're moving along and you're starting to see results and then bing, you know, some shiny object happens because one of your friends or fellow entrepreneurs tries something in their business, new marketing tactic, and you're like, well, I'm going to give that a try. And you're off and running trying something new instead of staying focused on what's working within your business or staying focused on something that you've just recently implemented and really giving it the time to run its course for you to be able to test that out and truly see if it's something that's going to work for your business or support your business. So yeah, I, I think focus is so incredibly critical. And I, I think that's something that we have to work at every single day. Uh, you have to fight against the urge to get caught up uh, in all of those things that are tugging at you. It's that difference between urgent and important. Those important things are what moves the needle within your business. And those urgent things are those things that are screaming at you every single day. And it happens, you know, something happens with a client and it's a fire and you feel as if you've got to you know, take care of that immediately, those things are going to happen. But you need to build systems into your business that allow for you to take care of those without them uh, impacting you in a very negative or detrimental way. And when you have a focus where you clearly understand what it is you're trying to achieve, and then you've got those processes in place that are working you towards those it's a lot it's a lot harder for those shiny objects to pull you aside or derail you if i understood you well time management is very important it's not just regarding the business, uh, but how good I manage myself as well. How well I'm connected with myself and uh, basically in, uh, in awareness. Uh, social media can be pretty time-consuming. Uh, it's a blink of an eye and the day is over. If you can tell us more about time factor and how can post planner help us with that? 
Well, Martin, I, I think it's really important as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, that we are managing our day and managing our time. And, uh, you know, there's just so many things that are tugging at us, and especially in our online and hyper-connected world. You know, we've got all of these notifications, and it's that situation where you roll out of bed and you take a look at your phone, and before you know it, an hour has been whittled away by falling into that deep, dark hole of Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, and you've just been responding or commenting, and you haven't accomplished a single thing. And so, you know, for us as business owners who do have to really stay focused on where our time is spent. You need to be very intentional about your day from the moment your feet hit the floor uh, until the end of your day. Otherwise, you do get to the end of the day, and I'm pretty certain everybody has had this situation happen where you get to the end of the day and you're like, whoa, where did that time go? What did I actually accomplish today? So I am a firm believer in utilizing your calendar um, and just really using that as a tool to manage everything that you need to get done throughout your day. So David Allen, if you're familiar with getting things done, uh, I have worked in that system for probably the last 10 years. And it really helps me stay very clear on those daily to-dos, those daily buckets of uh, tasks that I've got to perform. I've got to get done every single day. And that allows for consistency within my business, which, as we know, is so, so important for success, not only in your business, but on social media. So if you're feeling as if there's just not enough time in the day, I would really challenge you to uh, sit down and maybe go through a process where write down every single thing you do every single day. Now, for me, I'm kind of old school. I have a notepad and a pen, uh, and I'll do this uh, at least once a year uh, just to keep myself on track. But if it's something you've never done, it might be something you want to do quarterly. But over a three-day period, sit down, write down every teeny tiny thing you do within your day. And now take a look at what is it that, you know, there's probably five things within everything you just accomplished that you absolutely have to do. You can't give away. Nobody else can do it. It is working to your highest and best. And those are what I call your money-making opportunities. Those are the things that you've got to be focused on. And the rest of it, you need to give away. And I think that's the other hard part for a lot of entrepreneurs is just letting go of all of those teeny tiny details where we've been so accustomed to wearing so many different hats, um, but those hats don't necessarily serve your business. And think about how much more you could actually accomplish or how much faster you can increase your revenue if you were just focusing on those revenue generating uh, processes on a daily basis. So that would be the first thing is to really take a look at 
at where are you actually spending your time? Because as entrepreneurs, we have this habit of telling ourselves a story that's not necessarily true, where we get to the end of the day and it's either, oh my gosh, I had the greatest day ever, but you, you, you might have accomplished one thing and that one thing wasn't necessarily exactly what you needed to get done or that situation, like I already mentioned, where you get to the end of the day, and unfortunately, you didn't get anything accomplished that needed to get done because you got tugged into a bunch of different directions that just, quite frankly, don't deserve your time. So sometimes taking a step back, Martin, allows you to move forward in a lot more productive way and with your eyes wide open. So how can we use a post planner to, to raise that efficiency and focus? In a lot of different ways. So for Post Planner, uh, I mentioned that Post Planner helps you find, plan, and post content. So as a content marketer, as somebody that's spending time on social media, a lot of the time can get sucked up into finding great content to share for your audience. And that's where Post Planner really comes in and solves that problem, where instead of having to spread your out all over social media, uh, you can simply go into the app and you can search for top trending content. So our algorithm goes out and it takes a look at a piece of content. So let's say uh, you wrote a blog post, Martin, and we had pulled that in based off of the URL into, and anybody could do that, uh, into the app. And then the app is actually going to score that based on the popularity of that content. So we've got a five-star rating system, and what you're looking for is four to five stars. So four to five stars is going to tell you that that content was pretty darn popular, meaning a lot of people shared it, a lot of people interacted with it. And so what you're looking for is content that's relevant to your audience. So you can go into Post Planner. You can, as I just said, pull in any content you want to share or you can just search our database of hundreds of thousands of pieces of content uh, based off of your keywords. So, you know, for me, maybe I would search social media and I could see any content within the app that was mentioning social media. It's going to be scored. So I'm going to be able to see how popular that was. And then the app is actually going to filter it. So it's going to start with the most popular at top. Uh, and then work its way down. And what what this does then is instead of, you know, you're bouncing around to Google search or you're going over to a tool like Pocket where you're saving content, instead of having to go to multiple different locations, you can just go to one location search for that content or pull your favorite content in and quickly share that. So you can drop that into your queue for any of your Facebook pages or your Facebook groups or your Twitter applications. Um, we've also, we have access to uh, Instagram content. So let's say you have really great Instagram content that you've been posting and you want to cross promote. So maybe you want to share that over to Facebook 
Facebook or over to Twitter. So you have access to all of that as well. And anything that you pull in or anything that's in our app, is go it's gone through that algorithm. So it really takes the guesswork out of the science behind social media, where you no longer have to guess, is this content going to be engaging to my audience? Is this content going to be interesting or relevant to my audience? You you can see just at a glance that if, uh, let's say, a page or an influencer within your space has shared that and it did very well, you have the data to support that that audience, which more than likely is pretty darn similar to your audience, uh, is going to like that content. So as I said, it just, it, it not only takes the burden of having to run all over uh, the web to find great content for social media off of you, um, but it also saves you time in just being able to drop that content right into your queue uh, so that you can plan ahead accordingly uh, and not have to spend so many hours every single day. In fact, you know, most of our, our users are finding their own workflow. So for one, you know, maybe it's a Sunday afternoon to get a jump start on their week. They come in, they plan out all of their content uh, for the entire week. And then what that allows them to do is just come in and interact with their audience. So instead of having that frantic feeling like I was talking about earlier of, you know, you jump out of bed and, oh my gosh, I got to post to Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and I got to be everywhere and I have to come up with all of this content. Instead of that, you've already planned ahead and all you have to go in and do is, is engage your audience and interact with your audience and start to build uh, your community in those relationships. So I am a, a firm believer in automation in moderation, and that's exactly what Post Planner helps you do. People just started with social mass media. There are a few key players such as Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, but a lot of new platforms as well, BB for example. For every one of them you need a, to approach a little bit different, sometimes the audience is not the same, there are specific features, procedures. How to start if you can motivate the newcomers? Well, for anybody just getting started with social media, it can feel terribly overwhelming. It can feel as if uh, you're not even sure where to begin. And so for me, it's always starting slow, being very honest with yourself about your bandwidth. So if it's just you versus you and a team, how much can you actually take on? So let's start with kind of a, a basic plan. And first of all, it would be take a look at the social networks that are going to serve you best. Too often, we try to spread ourselves out over a variety of social networks because everybody's telling us you've got to be everywhere. 
You do not have to be everywhere. You just need to be where your audience is actually spending time. Now, the majority of that is happening on Facebook still, but depending on your demographic, depending on your audience, it could be Snapchat, it could be Instagram. So you really need to pay attention to where your audience is. And you can do this through a little research. So if you're a new business, you haven't really been posting a lot or enough to social media to have data in, say, your Facebook uh, insights or within your Twitter analytics, look to your competition. So pick five different companies that have a presence on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, all those different locations that you're looking at spending your time. Take a look at a what type of content they're posting, then look at the type of engagement that they're getting. Are they getting the most engagement on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter? This is going to start to give you some pretty good insight. Now, you can go a little bit deeper than that if you've started to build, uh, say, an email list, or maybe you have cultivated an audience across social media, then your best thing to do is just ask. So send an email. Ask on Twitter, ask on Facebook, ask on Instagram. Hey guys, I'm looking at uh, really expanding my online presence and I'd love to know where do you hang out? Where do you spend your time? Where do you spend the most time? So this is going to help you start to get uh, just very specific in where you're going to spend the majority of your time. And this is going to allow for you to calm that crazy that I talked about where you feel as if you're running at 100 miles per hour just to keep up. So first and foremost, start by uh, doing some research, asking those questions, finding out where your audience is hanging out. And then step two is identifying the type of content that they're looking for. So I mentioned looking at your competition, getting a feel for uh, what type of content are they sharing that's getting interaction. Is it link-based posts? Is it images? Is it video? I think we all know uh, that video has just taken over in the engagement department, whether it's live video, whether it's stories, whether uh, it's recorded video, so many different opportunities and ways that you can use video within your business. But what you want to do is meet your audience exactly where they're at. So on that social network with the exact right type of content that they're looking for. You know, I have been a blogger, Martin, since 2004 when I started my first blog, which is RebeccaRadice.com. And it's amazing to me how we have evolved since then. And I completely recognize that not everybody uh, enjoys reading the way I do. Not everybody enjoys uh, consuming their content in that way, which is exactly why uh, you're doing a podcast, I do a podcast, and why podcasts are so popular and why video is so popular. So you really have to think about how can you give your audience the exact type of content that they want to consume. So do your research on that as well, and then put a plan in place. So this sign 
how many times you're going to post. Now, I know there are a ton of articles uh, all over the web about the right times to post. Uh, and truly, it has everything to do with you, where your audience is located. So are, are they international? Are they local? So it's understanding the location of your audience. Uh, and then again, start slow. So post on Facebook two times a day. If you have the bandwidth to do that, post on Twitter three times a day and spread them out ba based on where your audience is located and get a good feel for uh, exactly what it is that is performing, what they're looking for. So start to test out those types of content uh, and then use a tool like Post Planner to help you automate all of that. So as you're looking for content, go into Post Planner, start to do that research of who are those top influencers that are writing about or creating video content that uh, you know your audience would love. Start to create credibility within your space by sharing content that consistently speaks to their struggle, meaning what is it that your audience is dealing with? What is it that's bringing them to you or to your competition. So what problem are they trying to solve and what problem does your product or service solve for them and then start to find that content, whether it's your content, somebody else's content, curate that content, pull it all together into an app like Post Planner where then you can just set those times. So I said you could post two times a day or three times a day and you can expand upon that as you start to get a feel for the appetite of your audience how much content they actually want from you. But don't put the burden on yourself to immediately go out there and tweet 15 times a day or immediately feel as if you've got to post you know, five times per day on, on Facebook because more than likely, if it's just you especially, that's not sustainable. So you're going to burn yourself out pretty fast. So those are the first three places I would start in when you're just getting going is really understand your audience, understand where they're hanging out, understand the social network you should spend the majority of your time on, understand what type of content they're looking for, and then put automation in place to help you manage every bit of it. All people want to learn more from you or your sources. Where can they f find you? Well, if they would like to try out Post Planner, uh, we have a startup plan that will give you access to everything, uh, let you kick the tires, as they say, and get a good feel of the app itself. So just go to postplanner.com and you can take a look at uh, our variety of plans. You said you're on the love plan. So it just really depends, Martin, on uh, how many different social properties you have that you need to manage and then whether or not you have a team that's going to need access to all of that. Uh, so all of those details you can find right there on the website. You can connect with us across social media. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, anywhere you look at Post Planner. And then as far as me, you can find me, uh, as I said, my website is RebeccaRadice.com or at Rebecca Radice across social media as well. 
Thank you, Rebecca, for being my guest on 21st Century Entrepreneurship, giving us so much concrete knowledge. Looking forward our next interview. Thank you so much, Martin. It was absolutely my pleasure to be here. So really look forward to collaborating with you again in the future.